how can I be a good steward of what God has put in front of me, even if I don't think that's the thing? Hey mama, welcome to Holy Made Life, where I believe that you are not created to do just one thing in your life well. You are not just your job, your title, or your salary. You're not just a mom or a wife or a sister. You are fearfully and wonderfully made to lead in all areas of your whole life. Your life is like a pie that's made up of different pieces that create a complete circle. And girl, you deserve to enjoy the whole pie. Hi, I'm Angie Tanetti Rogers, and mama, I know you are really good at what you do in your profession or business. But if you're ready to stop ignoring different pieces of your pie and reclaim your whole life, then you are in the right place. Girl, let's tap into the whole life God has for you and experience that God-sized fulfilled life. Together, we're going to walk through some boundaries, leadership, mindset, and restoration in different areas of your life that may need to change. It's going to be some tough work up in here, girl, but we're going to walk this thing out together, uncovering some bold, courageous actions that we can take to experience not just a good life, but your whole life. Are you ready to live your whole life wholly made? Let's do it. life. And today I just want to talk a little bit about something that I am also dealing with with myself and reminding myself about. And it is about how can I be a good steward of what God has put in front of me, even if I don't think that's the thing, or even if I don't know if that's the thing. I think that's a really important question to ask ourselves because God doesn't do anything Uh, by accident. He always wants us to steward wherever he's placed us, steward the people, steward the finances, steward the resources, steward the job that we've been given. He always wants us to steward whatever it is he's put in front of us in a way that that really reveals who he is. So I think sometimes when we're in a season where we're really not sure If this is the thing we're supposed to be doing, let's think about a job. Maybe, you know, sometimes we have this love-hate relationship with our job and we know it provides, it's a source, right? It's not the, uh, I'm sorry, it's a resource. It's not the source because we know the source is God, but it is a resource by which we receive our paycheck and we go to work and we do the things that we're supposed to do, hopefully with excellence. Uh, so that we can earn the paycheck. And hopefully we are the people that are going above and beyond and we're doing uh, more because we want to have that servant heart. We want to do what it is God's calling us to do. And we want to be our excellent selves in everything that we do. You know that there's a saying, how we do anything is how we do everything. So I believe that no matter what it is, we should be giving 110% and striving for excellence in everything that we do. But sometimes it's that love-hate, like we don't feel like getting up in the morning and going to work, or maybe we're stressed out, or maybe we're overwhelmed, or maybe we're just burnt out, or maybe we just don't really feel it anymore. We're restless. We don't really enjoy what we're doing anymore. So I was challenged this morning as I was thinking about something that I was doing and feeling a little disappointed in myself that I'm not getting the results that I want um, or that I think I should be getting or uh, and feeling a little bit um, 
sad or bad about the fact that the people on the receiving end pr probably aren't receiving what I would say is excellence in what I what it is I'm tasked to do. So I was kind of convicted as I was listening to uh, a a group coaching uh, uh, video that I'm part of. It was a recording. I had missed the meeting and there was this one thing that somebody said was, you always have to remember that no matter where you are in your journey, that God, whatever God's put in front of you, you have to become a good steward of that because you may not be able to move on or it may not be revealed to you, whatever that next step is until you show him that you are going to be a good steward of what he's put in front of you. And for me, that was convicting. So it reminded me of a Bible story. In Matthew 25, 14 through 30. And I'm just going to read through this quick story so that we can talk through this. So it's, or I'm going to kind of paraphrase it, but it is about three servants that were call, called forward. So it's about three servants that were given something and they were delegated responsibilities. The master gave one servant $5,000 and he gave another servant $2,000 and a third one he gave $1,000, depending upon their abilities. Then the master left. So right off, the first servant went to work and he doubled his master's investment. The second one did the same, but the man with the single thousand dug a hole and carefully buried his master's money. So after a long absence, the master came back and those three servants came back to settle up with him. The one given $5,000 showed him how he had doubled his investment and his master commended him and said, great work. You, you did a great job. You will be my partner. Then the second servant with 2000 showed how he also doubled his master's investment. And his master again said, great job. You're, you've done a great job and you're going to be my partner. And then the servant that was the third one that was given the 1000 that had buried his seed or buried that $1,000 said, Master, I know you have high standards and hate careless ways and that you demand the best and make no allowances for error. I was afraid I might disappoint you. So I found a good hiding place and secured your money. Here it is safe and sound down to the last cent. The master was furious. That's a terrible way to live. It's criminal to live cautiously like that. If I knew I was after the best, why did you do less than the least? The least you could have done would have been to invest with the sum with bankers where at least I would have gotten a little interest. Take a thousand and give it to one who risks the most and get rid of this play it safe who won't go out on a limb. Throw him out into utter darkness. So that was Matthew 25, 14 through 30. And that was the message version. And I think it's important because this scripture brings up to me how to steward whatever God's given me. And whether you're talking about money in this, in this instance, it was talking about investing in, in money and finances. But I also think about, um, you know, I'm uh, teaching students right now, uh, pediatric nursing students right now. And I think about them as my investment. And am I stewarding the opportunity I have to make contact, build relationship with them, uh, help them on their journey to become a nurse? Am I stewarding that opportunity in the way that God wants me to? And when I heard this comment today on this business podcast that I was listening to, that is what convicted me. I, This is the opportunity I've been given right now. 
and one of the opportunities I've been given right now. And I need to ensure that each person that I come in contact with throughout this opportunity is dealt with as a child of God and as a promise that God has given this world. And I have been given the luxury and um, the privilege to sit in front of and meet up with, build relationship with, impact these students. And so that is what, when I think about, are you stewarding? Am I stewarding what God's put in front of me? Um, you know, regardless of the fact, if I think this is like my new career path or that kind of thing, I don't necessarily think that teaching students is going to be my next career path or career move. But for this time and place, God has perfect timing. He places these people and these opportunities in front of us at a specific time for a specific reason. So there's some job, there's some thing I have to do uh, in this timing with these people and this opportunity. So I just wanted to, you know, a lot of times when people get up to preach or people get up to worship or people get up to teach a leadership class um, or and I sit and do my podcast, we are preaching to ourselves and teaching ourselves just as much as we're hoping that the content will impact you positively. So I'm in that place where, you know, man, I need to I need to be more thankful. So thinking about what are some ways that we can actually make sure that we're stewarding what God's given us. The very first thing that comes to my mind is to be thankful, to be grateful. You've got to be thankful for the opportunities. And instead of saying, I have to do this thing, or, you know, I've got to go to work to earn a paycheck, you say to yourself, I'm thankful for this resource you have given me. I'm thankful for the people you've put in my path to learn from and to teach, to impact. And I get to do this thing. I get to go to work and spend time with these people that I care about or these people that maybe you have designed me to be a lighthouse to in this dark time. Uh, I get to do these things. So having that gratefulness and that thankfulness and that perspective of you get to um, impact people right now in this time, in this way, okay? Uh, so having that thankful heart. The second thing that comes to mind is trust that God will continue to put you on the path that he wants you on. The other thing is that trusting that God will help us correct errors and decisions that we've made. If we've walked on a path or are walking on a path that is not designed by God, then we can trust that our father will always come after us and always help us course correct. He will give us Holy Spirit guidance. He will intervene in ways that we may like or not like. But there will be things that as we are needing that course correction, that he will be that feedback. He will be that provider. He will be that loving father that even though his kids are making those errors or not walking the path that he would like for us to walk, he will still love us. I think about my own children. Every single time that they make a decision that I do not agree with or I know does not serve them in the way that they um, should be served in the way that will impact their lives and fulfill them. 
every time they make a decision that is not going to fulfill them or not going to serve them well, I still love them unconditionally. I still want the best for them. I still will be there to help guide them and help them course correct uh, or to listen or to, you know, give them a hug or without that whole condemning and shame and guilt uh, and that whole blaming, I told you so. So that's how I think about our father. Sometimes the way that we think about God hinders what we think he can do for us. So if we think that he's there to say, I told you so, I told you not to take that and give us a spanking or make a, condemn us and make us feel guilty, that is not the God, uh, the father. Uh, that's not who he is. He is there to give us that unconditional love and love us anyway. Give us that that gentle correctness, you know, that that's that uh, that thing cuts going in, but it heals coming out. Right. He gives us that hard feedback sometimes, but he loves us and heals us as he gives us that feedback. So that's what makes me think about that second thing. That third thing that I think about is to no matter what season you're in, no matter whether or not you have this hate relationship going on with what you're doing or what's being presented to you right now is to still find the joy in it. Still find the joy. Pay attention to the to whether or not you are feeling fulfilled and feeling that joy. If you're not feeling that joy, then going back to the word and finding that fruit that God's already given us within us. He's giving us the fruit of joy. He is everlasting joy. And so we find joy in him and we thank him for the opportunities that he's given us. So being and remaining joyful. Uh, the last thing I think about is to, and there are many more, I think, when you talk about stewardship, it, it, but is to give of yourself in excellence. Give your time, give your talent. Sometimes it's give your finances, but it is give of yourself in ways that you know you're being called to give. You know, how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you are not giving what the opportunity deserves, what that person that's in your path deserves, they deserve your light. They deserve your love. They deserve your joy. They deserve your consistency. They deserve your excellence. Uh, they deserve your effort and your attention and your empathy. They deserve all those things. So uh, that's what I think of in love and your and and your love. So give of those things to others, and remember also to give of those things to yourself. Give yourself and the other person grace in that relationship. Steward that relationship well. Uh, understand that. Sometimes interactions aren't always going to go the way they, they were intended, not how you intended them to be or not how the other party intended them to be. And so giving them enough grace and giving yourself grace when things don't aren't working out as you would hope. And then continuing to just give, give, be a servant, be a, a servant heart and love people in front of you. And again, just be mindful that there is a time and a season for everything. And just be mindful that God has placed you in this place on purpose. And I apologize, guys. My my old dog is out there barking. She wants to come inside. Um, but I just 
think that giving yourself in excellence is always a part of stewarding that well. So guys, that is the information I wanted to uh, talk to you guys about. I'd love to hear what you guys think about this and, um, and whether or not you feel like you've been able to be in a place of great stewardship right now with what is presented to you right now. Uh, get over in that Facebook group and let us know what you think about this. And we can all talk about it and live in community together. Thank you guys. Have an awesome day. And I'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey, before you go, I'd love for you to hop over to my podcast and give me a review. And you know, I'd love five stars. That's how we can share this thing with other women just like us. Your five stars and written review really helps me get the word out. You can also take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in your Insta and Facebook stories. And I'll give you a shout out right back. Leaving a review and sharing this episode is the best way you can show me some love. Thanks so much and I'll see you in the next episode. And remember, your smile is like a boomerang. Throw one at somebody and it'll come right back.